Big Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to... Is, is it for real? This is Philip And Katie. And Bridget. And this week, the first pod of the year, as they say. <laughs> um, it is we, the future. Uh, this is yeah. the future. According and hence, we're doing some futuristic stuff. Uh, we're going Gattaca, uh, the 1997 uh, sci-fi thriller, uh, yeah. Ethan Hawke, Jude Law, Uma Thurman, and... Uh, Elias Koties. Yes. Um, Gore Vidal. I don't know what you just said. No. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Is that a person? Have you seen name? the movie Shooter? Um, or uh, yeah. No. Or Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Well. That's yeah. who I would have named. That's the only yeah, other person. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Maya Rudolph, were you guys reading that? Oh, what? I In this movie? Her. It was her film debut. She was what was in she the doing? Delivery room. She was the nurse of the delivery room. Of course. I gotta well, rewind it and watch it though. Yeah, I know. I, we'll rewind okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna go. Sorry. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I missed that. Ernest Borgnine. Right. Yes. Um, Borgnine. Tony Shalhoub. Everyone's yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Stars got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, uh, we have an introer for this one who had like brought this movie to my attention, as you'll hear from my level later. Um, I'm a newbie to this, but mm. anyways, uh, let's. Because we do the intro first. It's it's a new yep, year. I've yep. forgotten. <laughs> do the intro um, first. So uh, go ahead and <laughs> take it away, Josh M. Hello, real fans. It is my distinct pleasure introducing a favorite film of mine, Gattaca. I say it's one of my favorites because I've watched it at least 50 times. And I've listened to the soundtrack by Michael Nyman a few hundred times. You could definitely say I'm obsessed with this movie. In the late 90s, like many of us old souls, I discovered this movie by buying the DVD at my local computer store, where I worked. And what resonated with me most back then, and still to this day, is that Vincent is told he can never be anything more than that guy on the other side of the window looking in. As he still believed he could be one of the ballots, he studied as well as anyone, but was still rejected. Not giving up hope, he meets Eugene and borrows his ladder. I love the green hue of the film pre-Matrix, the similar sounding electric cars of today, and how timeless it still appears on the screen. Every time I see a generous pour of red wine, I want to hit that play button. From the art direction, set location, and amazing cast, I would happily label this a cult classic for future generations. I hope this pod introduces this movie to a few new faces, and I also look forward to hearing more details of its making and philosophical perspective of this Andrew Nichol classic. Thanks. Oh, what awesome. a wonderful yeah. intro. I fear that Josh M is giving us too much credit. For- <laughs> yeah. He's listened Whoa. to some of the podcasts. Okay, so. good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Phew. He doesn't yeah. think we're Radio Lab. Um, yeah. That's an interesting, it's interesting to qualify it as a pre-matrix, like that green hue. Is that what he said? Like, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I, in watching this movie, I felt like, Phil, you introduced it as a thriller, which it surely is. And I had this feeling of almost like, like um film noir like on valium or something mm, <laughs> like yeah. there was like this you know how like in film noirs like you're not necessarily hanging on every 
like thread of like who did kill them like you're just more of like going on the roller coaster ride and that's kind of like what this felt like a little bit um i'm just i'm just always interested in what other people watch repeatedly mm-hmm. yeah you know like if there was something i saw on, online that it was like if this movie's on tv you're gonna automatically watch it no matter what right right yeah and to think like of seeing something like 50 times or more mm-hmm. i mean like that's that's a lot of times. And so I, I just think that's fascinating that human yeah. beings have different things mm-hmm. they want to watch repeatedly. Touchstones, I, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, because like kicking off level, I've never seen this movie. My level is oh, wow. going to be okay. Attica. I just <laughs> yeah. Attica, Attica, Attica. Um, the <laughs> prison movie. But no, I. I, I seriously generally... thought that's what we were watching. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I'm generally aware, like probably from seeing the DVD, you know, in Blockbuster back in the day. But um, I might have known that like some pretty people were in it. But beyond that, mm. um, I knew I was pretty blank going into this. Watch the preview. But um, yeah, I knew nothing about this one. Dang. Um, I think I'll make my level... That piece can only be played with 12 Um, (laughs) because I did see this movie and I remembered that line and a couple of others um, along the way. I think I might have seen it in the theater because this movie, it's like funny when this was suggested for the pod because I'm like, that's too new, which is so wild. But it feels like it turned a corner. Like it was interesting, Justin, about the Matrix. Like it feels like it was like. A, a leap ahead of some of the early 90s stuff um mm-hmm. like for instance like total recall like this is like a very different style and um technology and so i remember really i remember watching it i don't know if i've seen it many times i certainly haven't seen it 50 times but um i definitely remembered the plot as we went on and i i remember really liking it as a kid i probably saw it like right when it came out mm. wow okay i'm going to make my level uh maya hawk because mm. she's in Stranger Things. And we also just saw her because we watched Maestro. Me too, yeah. Was, yeah, and she's in that. She's good and um, I listened to her on a podcast, which might have mm. been Radiolab or something, where <laughs> she was talking about her parents being these celebrities and how they sure. kind of met and the whole thing. And so I was thinking a lot about that watching this movie. And then like went on like a little baby deep dive about the Uma and Ethan yeah. and it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've never seen this movie. I assumed it was just going to be like people battling in space the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like Galactica. Yeah. Gala- is that what or I Galaga. Maybe Galaga. like battle, battle there's there's Galactica. Galactica. Oh yeah. Galaga. Yeah. Yeah. That's game. exactly. That's yeah. what I was thinking about. And I was like, it was like the movie was like almost over and I was like, there's been no space. We were Where's the spaceship? Yeah. Where's a the spaceship? Um, yeah. So, yeah. And not to get too much into the end, but in that way, I was pleasantly surprised that this movie was more about humans than space battles. Grounded. I really do wish the last two minutes were just, <laughs> he goes to the rocket and it just turns into Galaga. Just yeah, like, really. <laughs> all these rockets they've been shooting up there have been just like <laughs> lining up. Um, yeah. I and think that would have so been great. It's interesting because I thought Gattaca... Um, I know that's the name of like the campus and basically NASA, I guess, where they work. But I thought it was like really laid out from the beginning that that ha- had to do with like the DNA stuff. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, no. you know how like when the opening credits, I mean, getting into like how this movie starts, like when they're putting people's names up, they're only highlighting the G, A, T and C's. 
And those are the sequences of DNA. Like those are the, right. what are they called? I can't remember oh, now. Oh, I did not. I mean, I, I, I actually yeah. wrote down that I enjoyed that as a stylistic mm -hmm. choice, but yeah. I did not know that that was in reference to DNA sequences. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, right. Like, I think that's just kind of this pun. Like they don't, like Gattaca is not named because of that, but it's like a play on the, the focus on DNA and Interesting. like determinism and stuff. DNA nucleotide yes, abbreviations of G-A-T-C. And mm -hmm. then a couple of them repeat. And that's mm -hmm. where you get the Gattaca. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's huh. a Gattaca. Like I was reading it up like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Or, or maybe it's like Attica. Attica. We really <laughs> talked about that. I do. But the funny thing is, is like, I feel like maybe I should have made this my level because I remember in biology, it probably came out like the same time I was in biology and going over that and being like, oh my God, Gattaca. Like that's kind of, <laughs> I thought I could remember it. Wow. Yeah. Well, we get like at the beginning stuff falling we see this like stuff falling and i was like oh, that looks like fingernails yeah and that's what i wrote like, down fingernails, and i yeah. was like fingernails that's so gross but i had no i had no idea because again i thought we were in space right so i assumed <laughs> it was like space particles falling and mm -hmm. I, you, you couldn't tell like how close up you were or how far away you were i think obviously that's the point but mm -hmm. um yeah i was like good for me it was fingernails i know till the end like middle of the movie where he talked about cutting his fingernails where i was like oh yeah yeah, it does it. jump yeah. around. It, it's kind of, yeah. This is Which too, like. yeah. Mm -hmm. We were like in the present, in the past, and back to the present. Mm -hmm. And, we and sort it's of set get... in the oh, not too distant future, which I kind of spent boom. the movie figuring, trying to think of like, when is this supposed to be? Like, well, I was talking to my couchmate about this because obviously, mm -hmm. like, the, the clothing and like, it, they were like yeah. in the 50s, 40s, 20s. Like. Yeah. All the cars all were sort of sort of like 60s cars. Yeah. Vintage. I mean, it was from like all the decades. It's and like his, his, like, his thing was like, when you're in the future, it's like, either you're going to make like spacesuits and people are going to look just like wackadoodle mm -hmm. or you kind of like try to make it look timeless. But it mm -hmm. definitely, yeah, to your film noir thing, I think it definitely had that kind of yeah. look about it. When people were wearing like suits from the twenties, it looked like, and things like that. Yeah. Like part of it was like Babylon Berlin kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all, yeah. all the buildings were from sort of the brutalism, which I think was like the sixties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those like windowless sort of, like yeah. angles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Ethan Hawke, we meet him there and he's like shaving, buffing, steaming. Which I had, <laughs> he was doing sort of like a OCD version of the American Psycho Patrick Bateman sort of morning routine. Right. Um, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, a lot of scrubbing. And a lot of scrubbing. And, and then he, he's at his it looks like an office to me i was not sure and everybody has to get their finger pricked when mm -hmm. they walk in the door which seems super <sighs> unhealthy and unsafe to me is it the yeah, same needle like how does that hurt and like every day they do i mean every i have day? kind of some questions about it. like Ugh. once you're in though like once you're in there surely you don't have to test as much but there is this throwaway line that um i guess is it now i can't remember if it's Ernest Borgniner. Oh no, it's Gore Vidal says like, um, oh yeah, we're constantly monitoring. Like you were just they're just like constantly testing people to make sure they're living up to mm -hmm. their potential. Because after a while, you're like, oh my gosh, like he has to pass <laughs> multiple tests right. every day to prove it right. to the, himself. The urine man every morning, you know. Ooh, yeah, it's now, wild. 
I mean, I think part of that is because they're face blind and they're not able to Wild. tell the they're, difference. They well, sure are. When, when, everyone, sure. when somebody wears glasses or not, it's very confusing. It's like the she's all that syndrome. You know, yeah. they just when like, everyone's like, slicking back their hair, like they're in that. Um, uh, what is that? Uh, Robert Palmer uh, video. Oh, uh, like addicted to love. Yeah. Yeah, it's just everyone looks the same uh, when everyone has their hair slicked back and wearing well, a dark suit. And the movie does a little bit of cheat with this where the the ID photo that is supposed to be Jerome, it's supposed to be Jude Law, is actually Merge. Like yeah. that, fo- oh. that image is Ethan Hawke and Jude Law. So that the audience can be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like they don't but when that alike. first came up, I was like, that's Jude Law. That's and Jude I Law. identified I that as Jude Law, even though it was a blip. Me I was too. Like, oh, that's I Jude know. Law. Totally. Yeah. Um, but but more they more they use it. I mean, like, yeah, that's the whole point of like they don't no one's like looking at who people actually are. They're just looking. They're just perceiving who they are on paper. But yeah. like that image is a blended image. So that yeah. I think we can be like, OK, because then they also I feel like have Ethan Hawke do his idea of like, look like a total goofball. <laughs> his, hair, <laughs> his hair is in different directions. He's like half smile. It's like wild. He's the only person in the whole world that smiles. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Doc Brown or something from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His glasses. Yep. On. That's a janitor. The thinnest well, I, of glasses. So thin. That Very. Re- just and, falling off. And otherwise, he seems Made legally of pasta. blind. <laughs> yeah, he is. Without those glasses. Oh, very blind. He can't perceive a highway. He can't see <laughs> anything. The face. He can't see his hand in front of his face. <laughs> it's wild. Um, so I wrote that he encounters the penis doctor, and that's how I referred to him. I don't. Maybe yeah. he's just a lab tech of some kind, but he was... Very complimentary. Omar, really uh, complimentary. Really, I mean, like really complimentary of his yeah. penis. Um, which but is then, interesting. Like, when you fast forward to the end, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like, okay, like I guess he's like in love with this guy who he's known is a fraud. Kind Do you of think the they're beginning. in love? No, but I think his son also <laughs> has some kind of who knows? He probably like yeah. And also know, had a glasses. real nice hog or something like that. I know. <laughs> it's just like so much like he's just like really looking but so okay so i figured there was something to it but like at this point he's using like a prosthetic is that what's happening or is it like a tube i I never figured out out exactly how how is he getting the urine that's not his while somebody's watching him i assume he's holding it and he has the tube in it. He's like, uh, I always forget the obfuscating. I want to say it because I want to sound smart, but I can't say it. Can't pronounce it. Hiding. He's hiding the like tube, but he's pressing the tube up to his penis, I assume. And then just peeing. Yeah. Up, right? Like peeing out of the tube, but the tube is pressed up next to his penis and it's like threaded. It'd have to be a very thin tube, right? I guess it depends. The other thing, though, is that or he's like, got to be a good magician. But he's well, but, using the wrong hand, according yeah. to So, I mean, the, 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 other, the other thing is, I mean, at the end of this movie, you're like, wow, he's going through so much steps. He's fooling everyone. But it's like, actually, he's fooled no one the whole time yeah. because this guy knew the entire time from the minute he whipped out his penis. This guy's like, that guy's a fraud. But and there's some cut scenes as well that show like everyone else knew as well. Yeah, right, right. But like, I Wait, think- Wait, is that the, true? Yeah, like there was a cut scene with Ernest Borgnine where he knew- um let's oh, see oh i oh i didn't know that that was in the and they were just letting him be yeah. there because <laughs> that changes the movie really. changes the movie a lot like there's no stakes involved <laughs> oh my God. at all it's like, really whatsoever. just a dark comedy about people that think they have to go to these lengths is like, Ernest Borgnine the boss that kills the guy no that's Gordon he's, the, he's the head janitor 
the head. Oh, oh, right. Or, or I, I have mine some face blindness right. to those two men because I, yeah. I couldn't. I was like, now is the I janitor do. the boss now? The boss is the janitor. But what I was going to say is like the other thing is like in this world, it's like once you're in, they're mom- monitoring you, but they're not necessarily like looking at you. Right. So right. like maybe he, yeah. like who knows how closely they're looking at how they're doing. This guy this. is looking really close. Yeah. He <laughs> comment. That's true. Because he's very into his genitalia. Well, <laughs> he, uh, and that's why I was like, oh, there's Jude Law. Um, and then we get this like voiceover that's like taking us into where we're learning about how he wants to like go to this alternative planet. And I think um, it's and then the, he says, like, I'm not. It's Jerome. a moon. It's the 14th, sorry, it's a moon. 14th moon of Saturn, whichever. I'm was sorry. Like. Apologies. <laughs> but it's like so prestigious. And I'm like, is it? It's the 14th moon of Saturn. It's the 14th moon. What? And it's very foggy. Yeah. yeah. It's like a marble. I'm like, I don't yeah. know, man. Foggy marble. Uh, and you don't have to wear anything when you travel there. Just a suit. Just well, a nice suit. A nice suit. Wool, wool blend. Wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we get into the flashback, mm-hmm. which, which is very long. I mean, I like noted in my notes, like how long we were in a flashback, which for like half the movie, which is, I, know. I, I thought it was interesting. I like this, the, I like this kind of storytelling. This movie takes its time for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a slow burn. Um, it's sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> but it, for, I did for a thriller, do a lot of doodling. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I was awake. Was but it was like, actually a good one for. I I felt like I mean I also knew where it was going, but it didn't feel like so fast that like I couldn't like take notes or something. Did you all recognize the actress that plays his mother? Maya I mean, Rudolph? I I do. Yeah, I, I, I recognize her seen, too. A ton of stuff she's been in, but I knew her. Yeah, I just think of her as Carolyn from "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead." Always, oh, mm. I could. She's been some her. other. She's been in some other stuff too, but I really, I really like her. I yeah. Um, and then Elias Kotias, and I'm yes. not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. It's a Greek name or a Greek last name anyway. But he's the father, and he's he was dad. in um yeah, he was in some kind of wonderful. He was like the punk best friend. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like I, said, I can only picture him from shooter which is the marky bark like throwaway action movie but okay. um, he plays a I'm, bad guy in there yeah i've seen him mainly as a bad guy i think but yeah so how far off, my question is how far off are we on this technology currently where you can genetically pick we're there about your baby and once like again CRISPR? this is yeah i was gonna say I, i've listened to a radio lab on this uh, about know. CRISPR, and i've forgotten mm. it all um they What's can do mean? it. It it's the won company, the Nobel Prize. The Chinese <laughs> company. It's a company that essentially, um, yeah, like can genetically clustered like, regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. Uh, got it. I don't know. It's I would think uh, that palindromic. It's probably Gattaca. Like it's probably what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Like interesting. Um, so yeah, like know. they treat you, they treat you like <laughs> an invalid or that you're just like a you're going to die any second when you're born naturally. Yeah, yeah, I mean emotional intelligence was not something that the future prioritizes. Can you imagine like being born and then like in and as somebody who was like recently um in a delivery room like I, I was can't... thinking about you with I that. know it's just so I know and it's a kind of you know, uh, wild. To clarify to our guests that you were not having a baby. My sister just had a baby and it was like Yay, kind of the most congrats. wonderful thing I've ever seen in my life for sure. And so, but like the idea of somebody just reading off <laughs> yeah. like newborns, like defects, like, I mean, but to be fair in this future, people are super uptight, pretty humorless. Like it just seems like 
everybody's kind of a robot. People are boring. Also, did uh, Carl make some last minute change to the name of the baby like right after birth? Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, I know. Hey, fathers, don't burden (laughs) the person who just gave birth with anything. Right, (laughs) right. It's like anti, no, no. No, not not this defect. Like, jeez. I mean, like, yeah. and we say that Elias Cotes usually plays a bad guy, and in this, he might be the biggest villain of them all. I mean, like, this guy is such an ass. It's yeah. kind of amazing. So they they like are raising him as their child and everything, but like, it's right? Because like, he is be... right, <laughs> but he's like they can get insurance. He's like, yeah, and right. Then, um, I mean, it kind of reminds me of yeah. like one of many like black mirror episodes where essentially like you're opting out of this new technology and essentially the government and the systems um in of the land are like fine you can do this but then you're not covered by anything and like you it's at your own risk so like um yeah because i guess so are there just like call them a god child or something right yeah but there must just be like still like thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are having natural children yeah, I mean, it's interesting that they don't really go into that as much, but maybe I'm assuming it's probably a class thing, right? Yeah, right. Because like, if everybody has to have, an, if you can't afford to have an elite child, they can't all work at Gattaca. <laughs> Somebody's got to be a janitor. I don't know. Right. I know that is something about this movie that, like, I mean, there's a lot I mean, of loopholes in this movie. This movie well, should be called I Loophole. To- I did. I wanted to zoom out a little more. I just forgot how much it was like just Gattaca. Like there's not a lot of other well, parts of this world that we get to know. But I think the little, the other, only other thing we get to know is the cop, the two cops. And right. they mm-hmm. are both also engineered. Mm-hmm. At least the young guy's engineered. I don't know if we mm-hmm. know that if the older guy, I assume he is as well. Yeah. So it's pretty much like, as far as we know, cop you're still have to be engineered to have that job. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I, yeah. firefighter, you still have to be engineered in this world. My other question right. is like, when did it begin? Like we saw a lot of older people. Mm-hmm. Would you just be dead if you weren't engineered? And like, are those people like at one point, could you be like at that fancy nightclub in the forties <laughs> and be old? And were you genetically engineered? Has it been that long that there's like multiple generations or is it like, yeah, it's hard to. The, I don't think the parents. I know seem genetically engineered. The well, boss did though, Gore Vidal. Yeah, oh, because really? he said something like, "Look at my, look at my profile. I'm incapable of violence or something." Yeah, which oh. I think implied like a genetic predisposition. Like I would. Assume. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Just Although this was he, he wasn't. He's was pretty violent, <laughs> yeah. right? Judging by that, he's a liar. That's true. Yikes! Interesting. Well, a real murderer would have figured out something better to use than a keyboard. <laughs> I know. I don't I know. know. That's pretty. That's you got to really hit somebody really hard. But it feels keyboard. like part of from the... 1997 keyboard. Yeah, I know. I know. Part of the um like conceit of the movie is like you know we think we know we, we think that it's all predetermined but of course it isn't like and it's weird too like science seems to have just given up because it's like a hundred percent chance of heart failure by the time of 29 it's like well <laughs> like that was absolutely wrong and yeah right. like totally wrong so i don't know um i don't know if he's just supposed to be this total aberration or i think the point is is that or uma thurman too he's like you're not as defective as you think you are and you know i don't know 
Anyways, we so get they, oh, sort ahead. of the swimming contest between mm. uh, Vincent and Anton um, through the most seaweedy water in the world. I think Where everything in this they? movie is beautiful <laughs> except for this just seaweed well, ass water that they what swim it, in. It really confused You're me. You're LA is was... what I thought somewhere. Where? LA. I mean, Maybe, like, but it New looks England? almost like, tell. yeah, New England. It looks almost like Maine or something or like that seaweed and the rough seas um, uh, in the rocky coast. It was so interesting. Mm. Um, and then I was so thrown because for a while I thought they were in Detroit because he said about how he was he did conceived that. in the Riviera. But I think he yeah. meant that the Riviera car. So the car yeah, that, is from Detroit. That is what he But meant. I'm like, yeah. what are they on the lake? Yeah, I was so confused. No, that so confused I, me too. Yeah, so I thought they were at the Great Lakes for a long time. And then I'm like, oh, right, they got to be on the coast somewhere. As our California person, uh, I know one of the buildings, the Marin County Civic Center, which was the Gattaca College. Is, oh, yeah, the Marin, yeah. San Rafael, California. Oh. San Rafael. Oh, sorry. sorry. I don't know why. You are correct. <laughs> that is how you should say that. I'm like correcting myself the way Annie would correct me. It's fine. San Rafael, <laughs> you rude. What a rube. pretentious, weird <laughs> asshole. Sorry. It's oh, pronounced God. Beethoven. You I know. Dumb I know. Son Beethoven. of a bitch. <laughs> well, so the boys yeah. go out, and the the game is swim out as far as you can until you think you're going to die. How to drown your brother? Yeah. And this brother, I have never been so like the if milk toast was like in the dictionary, <laughs> like what a non person in the whole movie especially as a younger person but i'm like what's the point of this brother <laughs> anton loved to swim oh my gosh yeah you Such just have jerk. to like it's like a robot which by the way the confused me for a very long time because me when too. we do meet jude law i was like that's his brother because he was, and I was a swimmer like, stuck on it for so long <laughs> maybe everyone in the future is a swimmer and that i guess so yeah I was yeah. like, he hasn't seen his brother in a long time. He could be in a wheelchair. He could be. I don't know. I thought I thought the same thing. I was like, did you guys? And like, think... for some reason, younger, the brother, I thought they had like found a brother that looked like Jude Law as a child. Yeah. Or maybe I just assumed yeah. that. And so I was looking for it. Same same here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know he's in this movie, so he's got to be the brother. And they focus so much on the brother. But then so I neither realized, of you, obviously. neither of you had seen this movie before. Correct. Correct. Okay. Because yeah. I like, I forget what I thought. Did you anticipate that the brother was the police officer? I mean, I figured the brother had to be another character. Right. That's and... why I introduced this idiot. Well, that's what like, I mean. But I, that's why I was focused on Jude. I still, even though I remembered he wasn't, I was still like, oh, it's his brother. Yeah. I knew that the brother was the police officer. And then but you'd I'm... seen the movie before? Well, right. Because I can't remember if I thought that the first time. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, does this play as it? Because when you know that, then it looks like he's trying to prevent Alan Arkin from catching him. Kind mm -hmm. of. Like the whole time. Um, he's basically trying to protect him. Uh, ish. <laughs> even though he has no personality. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and no motivation, seemingly. Um, but I, I was kind of trying to remember. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I know that. But I don't know how obvious they're making it. I don't know. I can't. I mean, I'd have to maybe see it again. Maybe that's why you watch it fifty times, mm -hmm. right? Well, the other thing that's confusing is like they choose to have like three different actors play these roles, right? It's like little kids. Yeah. Well, actually, more for Ethan Hawke because it's like a, it's like seven people. But like when when the brother shows up, it's like you know them as like eight year olds or whatever, and then 
them as like 20 year olds and yeah that's a weird Teenagers, yeah. i always find it weird where it's like you probably should have just like aged down ethan hawk some because yeah. like i know that's not ethan hawk <laughs> like right. and ethan hawk would probably look like himself at that point so yeah i was kind of confused as to how old they were supposed to be because like it seemed like that kid's 20 and then ethan hawk present day was like 24 I'm like mm. yeah they, they always make a big deal of that when you come back to like the present adult version of that person they always like turn around slowly and you're like mm-hmm. there's their face Fade into themselves. right yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah so he he runs away from home or leaves home i guess because he's like a teenager adult because his parents are like you'll never be an astronaut you're they're Ill. pretty terrible and yeah they well they, they have this trope of the kind of grumpy 50s father and then the like mother that cares for him but can't say anything and you're just like <laughs> right what a terrible household <laughs> well right, they and die. If she's like genetically superior yeah. like she sh- right they die like it just doesn't seem it's unclear to me if they are because you're you're a little unclear of their station obviously they genetically they but they're surviving and they make it they have like a home and they have food so they make they're it seem like if you the don't back of a pontiac right like if you you're just like an invalid and you can't have anything if you are not genetically yeah, altered. Because they had the shot later on of just like all the invalids just at a dumpster fire out in some sort of like back alley. <laughs> <laughs> and they call them degenerates. Oh, yeah. Because of the genes. No, I know. But I'm oh, like, I know. is that where that comes from anyway? I'm like, wait, why do we say that? It was kind of like too much <laughs> for my brain. I'm like, what? A degenerate. They like their puns in the future. I guess so. So Vincent yeah. becomes, is that his name still? Vincent. Yeah. Okay, he becomes a cleaner at Gattaca. And he like sits at a desk and tries to prick his little baby <laughs> finger and see what happens. And Does the worst job at like fake typing. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I'm a businessman. I do business things. I know. But then fast forward, like everybody is basically typing like their their things are fingers are trying to run off their hands. It's just like, <laughs> like tap, 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 tap. and I love that like, his dream is like, man, I want to sit at that computer one day and just like stare at this <laughs> well, like his dream is green to go to screen. Saturn m- m- moon or whatever. Oh, right. which is terrible. I have ha- I have a hard time relating to this dream. I accept it. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> So oh. how does he have enough resource to call this like DNA changer slash life? I don't know what they call him. What is this job this person has? It's Tony like Shalhoub. Underground. I, I Tony called it Shalhoub. the blood broker. Mm. Uh, I don't know if mm. I made that up or if I, they said that. Lean okay. into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to claim it until yeah. uh, any of our callers call in and correct me. So uh, blood broker, TM, Tony Shalhoub. Um, <laughs> and this, my these guess, are my no- Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I feel that since so much of the system is locked up in this gene stuff, there is this sort of very black markety mm-hmm. that doesn't require a ton of cash and just people are just doing their it's side like hustles. How many people like end up like Jude Law where you're like, well, I can't do anything now, so I'm just going to give my life to nobody will take care of me. So it's like sad. I don't know. But he needs yeah. to afford his... Suits and high-end vodka. Yeah. These are my notes. I'm like, oh, he has samples for an extremely amusing human. It's the brother, but he's in a wheelchair. Or no. British. This this guy's British? That's what I wrote. Well, I know. I was confused as to, like, what was in it for Jude Law. And I guess what he's... They're they're talking about percentages. Like, does he get some kind of 
percentage of his income, like his yeah. earnings. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, but but then we would learn like what's really in it for Jude Law is to basically fuck the system and like like right like he just wants to kind of prove he could do it. Yeah, because doesn't yeah. seem like he's trying to live with that money very long. I feel like feel like his plan is like. But it's like they mentioned nobody... like rent, so he still stays yeah. in that super nice sort of modernist apartment. <laughs> the worst but only has a spiral staircase, not right. accessible. Like... <laughs> He's God. been in this wheelchair the for spiral, how long? The and he hasn't put on the any sort floor. of like um, I know. where the door is. It's also very unsafe for fires. But like later on, when he's like outside of his apartment, and then like that cop comes up and is like, "We got to test you." You know, there's yeah. a killer on the loose, and they're oh, not yeah. like they don't question that he's a wheelchair user. They're just like, oh, I don't think they saw it. Right? No, he was. He... No, they did. No, when, this is not when the cop came to his house. This is when he was outside of his house, like on an afternoon stroll or something. I don't know. And he, okay. this is when they were like testing everybody. I know mm-hmm. I'm a little bit ahead, but like the tunnel thing happens, and then he's just like outside, which I don't know how he gets outside because again, mm-hmm. the door seems to only be on the top floor. Yeah, I know. I don't really get. Yeah, I was having. I don't even know like why. But, so like somebody didn't just assume. Well, I think he assumed he could be uh, a murderer because he was an invalid. But he then they tested him, and they're like, "Oh no, you're not invalid. You're this person." I don't, didn't I, he I don't say know. something to the cop about like how it was a train he heard himself training right. and then he started chasing him and screaming at him is that what you're talking about um i yes. think he said That's like it's a training about. accident you piece of oh. shit oh yes yes yes, <laughs> he yes, just, yes, like, yes. loses okay. his mind at him sprained my mcl yeah i know yeah yeah i think that's why like i think yeah he's trying to hide the fact yeah i think like, also it's like it happened out of the country so no one knows so like in the future right the People do not talk out like this. This database is not shared, but for like the state you're in, I guess. Mm -hmm. I thought he said he was like out in the country. Oh, I thought I think out of the country. Out of the country. Okay. Out of the country. Well, that's different. Out in the country would honestly make more sense. (laughs) So then we get this like makeover montage. (laughs) Like they might as well just have played like girls just want to have fun because Mm -hmm. Ethan Hawk's like getting new contacts and new teeth and a haircut. And uh, new bone legs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know they do limb lengthening, which I kind of felt like I'm not an expert on it. But from what I understand with limb lengthening, like you don't have to be totally immobile. Like you can walk with those braces on like you're basically like you're you're loose. Like you're not like you're not like flat. You don't just lay on the floor on the <laughs> for week for months for yeah. months while nobody takes care of you. Yeah. But, but I also guess did, that was like did that DNA stakes. changer do the surgery? Can you imagine? Like Tony Shaloub is going to Tony like, Shaloub did it with without a bone any saw. Yeah, Oof. with a without any medicine or anything. Mm. I don't know. It was rough. I did like that scene because <laughs> Ethan Hawke's like, "No. No, I won't do it." Um it was just like silent on the other end. And so I was filling in the rest of the conversation because he's like, we're going to stretch you. He's like, no, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, we are. We're going to put you on a stretcher. We're going to stretch you. I was no, just I don't singing meatloaf like, lyrics. <laughs> I won't do that. I mean, he said it like so many times. It was just quiet on the other side. So I was like, what are they offering? Mm-hmm. Now I know. Yeah. It's supposed to be like this big reveal. Um, yeah. And then this is Annie said this would be her level, like when um, Jude Law is having to do like an extraordinary amount of work of like pee and blood and like just constantly giving pieces of himself uh, to Ethan Hawke. And like, I guess he is established as having a drinking problem. So then when he goes to like test the urine, it's like fail, fail, fail. And at the end, it says norm. 
<laughs> like Eddie couldn't get a handle on like just this norm for normal <laughs> norm. Not drinky pee. Yeah, totally. not drinky pee. Yeah, so much pee. Um. So yeah, to to get a job at Gattaca, they just test your pee. That's it. Yeah. You're in. Now I do remember stating. I, I feel like. I've said the line like, you know, just like Gattaca a lot where I'm like getting nervous for some kind of interview or an evaluation or a test. And I'm like, I wish they could just take my blood like Gattaca. Like, I know this information. Just draw my blood and like, let's just, you know, rather than like, I guess like to deal with like performance anxiety, you know, I'm like, I wish it was just like Gattaca. <laughs> just tell me yeah, what I'm supposed to do. I've got a job interview coming up, so we'll see if, if they just um, take my you pee. You prosthetic or... Yeah, yeah, I'll see. I'll do like a little <laughs> redundancy. Never hurt anyone, so uh, I'll have tubes coming out of everywhere. <laughs> so then, um, Eugene. Oh, so this is where the names. I'm just gonna call them by their characters. The names I, are very tight. Like Eugene is like eugenics, and then like Uma Thurman's last name is somebody Cassini or Sassimi. Um, some astrophysicist see. or something, oh. right? Cassini. The, yeah, it's Cassini. Irene Cassini, and Cassini is the surname of the 17th century Italian astronomer Giovanni mm-hmm. Domenico Cassini, Domenico, yeah. mm-hmm. who discovered mm-hmm. the prominent gap in Saturn's main ring. And then Vincent oh. was something too. It's to succeed or something like that, or to conquer, mm-hmm. I believe. To conquer, um, yeah. Anton, there's a lot of main things. Anton just means wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so basically what what happens is Ethan Hawke becomes like uh everybody doesn't nobody knows that he's lying and he's a new, new employee and then we're back at Gattaca present day and then yeah. we see the dead body again cuz this this whole flashback started with a dead body yeah. which I thought was Jude Law at the beginning. I got it really is confusing. Confused. I mean like I kind of forgot about the murder part of it even though that is central to like why they're you know the the tension I suppose but they don't really I mean I don't think we ever meet that guy we never met he's him murdered before. right? Okay see crazy. I thought I missed something. I know at, it's, they kind of fill it in as it goes it's like the mission director and like everybody hates him. <laughs> everybody hates him right. so we shouldn't feel bad that he's murdered with a keyboard to the skull <laughs> which is insane um and yeah like but the murder is such a side element of this this movie like it's just kind of happening over here like you don't really care who murdered him you even just the murderer never Huck. cares like even before I know. he's captured or after he's captured he's just very nonchalant of just oh, like yeah, so yeah. Nonchalant. all Good. he cares cool. about is that mission to the 14th moon oh. of saturn <laughs> what you do he need to the... pay attention to is that there's a tiny eyelash or piece of hair Mm-hmm. That's in the crime scene. Yeah, that is not like genetic skin. I can. I just when I was thinking, this is again jumping ahead, but thinking about Ethan Hawke being in Uma Thurman's bed and him freaking out because he's like, <laughs> my skin chunks have rubbed off in her bed. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, because that's just <laughs> happening all the time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. We're he didn't go to sex ed class because uh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, but but, that, but but there's a lot of fluids and a lot of genetic <laughs> material happening, but. Annie kind of had a hard time with like the murder plot where she's like, just because there's an eyelash of a janitor that used to work there, like everybody in Gattaca has expressed how much they hated this guy. Like sure. everybody else has a motive. And so the fact that they're just like going after this one invalid well, eyelash. Because those people are supposed to be like top non-violent. Crop. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, it just is highlighting sort of the errors in their theory right. of they have full they trust in their, their genetic culture. Yeah. yeah, it's not true. So Ethan Hawke and Jude Law go to the 1920s, 40s bar together. And meanwhile, Uma Thurman takes a hair from Ethan Hawke's desk to the like, mm. <laughs> see if you want to date him genetic <laughs> testing center. <laughs> yeah, everyone's is... going there. Like so many people are just getting. Oh my gosh, I know all the time. They're just checking each other. Her job is is kind of like um, HR, right? Ish. Like she's like recruiting. She's, like like she's finding defective. Defects? Her job is the exact same job as Ethan Hawke's. It's yeah. just really? her boss is just like, hey, can you drop everything you're doing yeah. to go do this bullshit? Um, you're a woman. You're can a you woman. do these HR but That's things? an insane yeah. thing to ask someone to do. Like, can you be a detective now? Like, what? Like, I would, don't yeah. know how to do this. Like, that's really wild. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was more in charge of, like, testing and stuff. No. Hmm. Yeah, I, no, didn't, she, I didn't get yeah. that impression. She had the same job as Ethan Hawke, and she had a mission. She was probably destined for oh, like yeah, a moon right. mission sort of thing. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Blech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the boys are back talking about like what's going to happen in space and when he gets there, what, what's going to, you know, what's Jude Law going to do when Ethan Hawke goes to space? Um, and also, yeah, like how is Ethan Hawke going to like, I guess. Once he's up there, they're not testing them anymore because they're like, you're already on the spaceship, so we don't need no, to worry about blood and but pee. I hope, I hope those contacts last for a long effing time. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't see anything. Sure. Like, so what he's going to do if he loses a contact? Right. He'll, he'll just be... And it's so smoky. So then he like blows cigarette smoke into his wine glass and then I drinks know that was going to work. It was an insane gross. thing to do. It's like those Brooklyn cocktail bars where <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like... It's dry ice. Could, yeah. Fancy cocktail, but then like your wine tastes like to like cigarette smoke. Awesome. No, it yeah. wasn't worth the demonstration. It's like, I get it. I understand what it could look uh, like. Can I get a new drink, please? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Jude Law's like drunk and he pukes everywhere and um this movie is sad like he talks about how like he basically tried to kill himself, kill himself. yeah yeah and that's like why he ended up this way but did his does he exp- is it because he messed up the swim thing or like what maybe I yeah I, yeah maybe it was sort of like the pressure and he only got second but his sort of genetics should have been first and so it's right complete it's only because of his soul is bad or whatever, right. you know. And Although, so, was it yeah. like the Olympics or was this like a YMCA? Like, that medal looked a lot closer to the YMCA medal. Right? I got, I'm like, so, he's yeah. like, I don't know that this medal is like, see that? Is that real? I'm like, I have seven of those Best in my closet. Like, <laughs> it's like a trophy that has like a little kid diving on the top of it. Like, <laughs> it did look ugh. like that. It looked you exactly get? like my like, tr- like medals from swim team. Like, I'm like, what so is this? If you're genetically to be? shopping for a child, like they didn't talk about this. They were more talking about like eye color and obesity mm-hmm. and things like that. Can you identify like, okay, well, this is a supreme being. They're a top athlete or they're a top scientist or like. Seems like the idea. You know, if you have 12 fingers, like, right. is that, are you a mutant or I are thought... you a, like a positive thing? Like, I had Seemed remembered positive. because I remembered the twelve fingers thing so well. <laughs> I kind of had remembered more explanation of that, like the spectrum of people. Because, like, what a decision! <laughs> like, our child will have six fingers on each hand, and you—they will be a piano player. I mean, like, what else are you gonna do? Guess the uh, saxophone catcher for the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. 
don't know. <laughs> it seems like yeah, I say sex, sex. You know, you that's know, true too. Fingers. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, uh, wow. I also well, have a note. I mean, like that Jude Law's in the future. Such antiquated wheelchairs that he's. And it's yeah. like it's not the future. It's the future past. It's like he looks like, like Teddy Roosevelt. It's like I know wearing like a suit and it's just like a yeah. wooden wheelchair. <laughs> and there's no elevators. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, exactly. It is an interesting <laughs> one of those like choice. hard, rickety. Like I know he should have like a, a wheelchair that has like electric. It can go on its own, or you know, right. a oh. hovering wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. we should be totally. hovering. Yeah. Hover chair. I'm excited. I, I hope there's there's like really exciting assistive oh, no. technology in the midst coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then Ethan Hawke has to do like this. This I just didn't get. He has to do a heart examination on a treadmill. This and is he, when like, they're just captures constantly Tudlaw's heartbeat in a like a Microphone, But then how come his yeah. own heartbeat supersedes that somehow or like. Because for some reason, and they put this line in, they only recorded 20 minutes because that's all he would need. But mm-hmm. yet, people were self-deciding that they were done with their little like <laughs> yeah, treadmill. I'm done. He stayed on there till yeah. his like heart was like just. I know. Time it. Um, or like, was this the part where you had that like? Was this before where that female like instructor is like, "You can go, Julie." <laughs> like, I well, was like, yeah. I think it's a real fitness instructor because like I don't think you know like I don't know that was like odd, but that was before, right? That wasn't during this test. No, th- that was this beginning okay. of the scene but i mean certain people she would like tap on the shoulder other people would just sort of stop and go right um also how terrifying to run on a treadmill that doesn't have any kind of like hand support like ugh, can you imagine <laughs> yeah <laughs> no thank you and um, the, is this the penis doctor calls him jerome jerome the metronome <laughs> Yep, I think yeah. Yeah, because he's also like he just like appears and he's like, "I'm obsessed with you." <laughs> the metronome. I, know. I think I'm he's just get up to he's that so, line and just almost so step over. Will, Jerome will, I, just, will I? No. I know. He's just whispering like, "Hey, Jerome's sure doing great, isn't he? Jerome's the real deal. Nothing suspicious about Jerome." Yeah. <laughs> so the trainer, anyways, is Gabrielle Reese. Oh my gosh, oh. that's what I wrote down. Yeah. Oh, guys, sorry. I am like. I am patting myself on the back because my note Good job, is Katie. Where is my note here? She's um, like a know, like who is this fitness surfer? Woman? No, she's a volleyball player. But I was oh, like, is this Gabrielle nice. Reese? Like, this is not an actress. <laughs> that's so funny because <laughs> you kind of knew the way she was talking. It's like I don't think, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So he has that suction cup that basically has a recording of Jude Law's heart. Oh. Except when it runs out, then it's his wackadoodle heart that like can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna it's say like, that yeah, like maybe he shouldn't be going to Titan. Um Right. Like it's like, wait, does he have a heart problem or does he not? Like, um right, if you're gonna die when you're 34, it's like, should you be but is he? <laughs> I know it's really hard to because the other thing is he's been working out. He was doing sit-ups with a book or like a really you know, big book the Gattaca book also Gabby Reese is 54 years old which blew my mind yeah. just now she's married to Laird Hamilton still I, I think. saw oh. that they are mm-hmm. married in 1997 who is that Laird, Laird Hamilton? Hamilton he's, he's a, a big surfer so he's a surfer. <laughs> he's a, he's a surfer and she's like beach volleyball and I knew Hawaii. there was like surfing or beaches so involved. they both do beach is basically yeah they both do their jobs are beach kind of and he's kind of like a fitness evangelist like he has like a 
superfood like coffee powder, mushroom powder and, you know, all that stuff. And he's big into like cold water plunging and all that. Um, so in in the future, so Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman are sort of like flirting, looking at like spacecraft. T- they like launch a spacecraft every five minutes there. That is my other note. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and that means, of- and that I feel like diminishes their mission so much more. It's like, 14th moon of Saturn, like, yeah. you know, what? It, what is everything else, like, every 30 seconds during, like, yeah, it is funny. And, and to, like, to, like, ultimately flirt, she gives him a piece of her hair. <laughs> She's like, mm, you want to test me? Yeah, <laughs> test me, test me. <laughs> See if we're... <laughs> Basically. Test me, test me. Stephanie. Test me. Input. Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to <laughs> short circuit. And then Jude Law's at home like a housewife. And he's like, I can't get your hair dye right. It's the hair dye is not coming in. He's freaking out at home. (laughs) I know. And Ethan Hawke wants to run away. When his brother, like the detective comes over, I'm like, aren't they worried that they have a full-on fraud lab set up in their entire house? Like, how are they hiding that from him? How did they hide any of that? Like he, I didn't get the layout of the house. Because no one wants to go down that huge helix uh, so goes spiral down, stairs. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He started know, to go down. The helix. Oh, yes. That's oh, right. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's see. In the next little scenes, we're kind of like going back and forth between them doing like random testing on people because they've, they've, they've of it is identified blood. the eyelash and they know that there's this in, invalid running around somewhere. Yeah, they do have a throwaway line though about that. Like his eyelash could have been here from years ago, and somebody's like, "Look at how clean we are." That's what they <laughs> said. Which I don't know why they're that clean. But... Invalid janitors, um... right? Because if you're an invalid janitor and you're hiding an invalid, you probably just like you know, sprinkle eyelashes it, everywhere. It is hard because he is sprinkling like his own, like Jude Law's skin and stuff. But like, if not for a murder, are they testing constantly to see if anybody has been in there? Like, why are they? I don't think so. I think it was yeah. purely because of the murder. Because of the murder. And he leaves that, like, Jude Law hair, like, on the little comb in his desk, like, at Gross. the beginning. And that's mm-hmm. because, like, in case somebody tests his comb, is that what it is? I guess, yeah. yeah. But I guess, like, they do have the facility of, like, everybody, like, that other woman that's just like, I'd like to t- get this tested right next to Uma Thurman. <laughs> like, everyone's just testing everybody all the yeah. time. I don't know. Yeah, right. that part wasn't quite explained. Like, how, why are people testing everybody all the time? And I think she tells him at this point, like, I got you tested. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, really? And she's like, and you're a prime specimen. And then he smiles like, oh, boy, I got away with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like so intense. It's I like know. a different movie of some mm-hmm. kind. It's like, oh, gee, golly, I tricked her. Yeah. I was also thinking about like, what time was this piano concert? Because like they go to the concert, they cross a super highway, and then they watch the sunrise. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Immediately. <laughs> it's like immediately sun- 4 a.m. I know. I had I wrote that down too. That's, I had a lot of questions 12, all the time. Twelve finger pianists are probably. going at yeah. it. Yeah. They're probably nocturnal or yeah. yeah. Totally. Ugh, hate, there's so much like I hated him like <laughs> taking his glove off and then like flinging it at somebody. It's like hits them in the face. It's like yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is this? Off putting. Yeah. It's like wet. Yeah, it's like sweaty. Ugh gross now is that is that the same bar they're just at repeatedly it just looked the same to me or is that the bar they go to or there's several different 1940s 20s bars we're just supposed to be like that's what you do 
I think that's what they do, but it also could be the same one. Um, it's I, think, I think one. since we watch, we've, I mean, I have seen way more sci-fi movies since we've been doing this podcast than ever in my whole life. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. But to to think it's, it's so hard to make a sci-fi movie because it's like, so you're limited as your 1997 technology, right? And then there's like no screens anywhere in this world, right? Nobody has a phone. Nobody has a screen. It's just very, mm-hmm. very like, old. Crisp. Yeah. And they're like at a, a piano concert entertaining themselves. It's like, yeah, it's kind of the know. opposite vision of like uh, Total Recall. Like they were very much like everybody will have a TV all the time. Yeah. There was one moment where he talks sort of into his watch phone which you're mm. like okay well we've got that going right now so or mm. you know, know ethan hawk talks that. to jude law on his watch phone he's because he's like the cops are coming you're me pretend to be me oh yeah you're right yes yeah that makes sense oh it's so funny i don't think i even re- registered it as futuristic at the time but right it would have been when so ethan- then- oh, go, go ahead. ahead i was just gonna say well so ethan hawk and uma thurman do it back at her ocean <laughs> well that's Upside what I down thought was ocean screens because I'm house. like, is this just like walls or video? I'm like, yeah. oh, it's built over the sea. Yeah. Which seems so dangerous. Especially so in the future. Wild. Right. Um, they fixed climate change, I guess, in this future. Oh, I hope um, so. I'm like, I love it. Like, I, I was a, kind of like a Hummer bummer for me. I'm like, that yeah. seems awesome, but also like too intense. Yeah. Like having that much ocean all yeah. the time. Just like, sloshing into your walls. windows. Yeah. Ooh. And it's like kind of a stormy vibe. It's like a stormy yeah. ocean all the time. I'm like, no thanks. I just was thinking about them like shooting this little sex scene, which was not a sex scene really, which is kind of like a rubbing scene where like it was upside down. Oh, I didn't <laughs> like that. The director's like, we're gonna film it upside down. Kind of Because I was like, are they upside down? Like, is it the know. future? Like, is it is there no it's really uh, disorienting gravity? But it just was filmed upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he then go course, he goes to like rub off his skin. I don't understand why he was doing that after the fact. Because he was too hot and bothered during the actual act, and then he's like, "Oh, my routine." Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, my note is that yeah, he's gonna have to burn that bed, baby. Um, just because. Is and this after? <laughs> it's after he beats that guy up getting out. Of, yeah, out of the club, right? And then he tries to like exfoliate with the ocean. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> scrubbing himself. Like, salt. Uh, while it's still like, on the, the beach, jig is like, up. Like the, the most like normal way to do this. Like if you're gonna do this, just go into the ocean. Go into the your, ocean. Scrub yourself, and no one's gonna notice liked... you. <laughs> but, I liked yeah. imagining her like getting her cup of coffee and coming back and like looking out the window like is that (laughs) i thought he was in the bathroom what (laughs) what's he doing he's like crying game in it or what i don't know yeah it does look like he's like rubbing shamefully rubbing his skin off so they go back to work and people are taking samples from his desk and that's when he Ethan Hawke is like, they're coming. They're coming to our house. Yeah. He's making Uma Thurman take the cop. The cop makes Uma Thurman go to his house. God, you feel so unsafe if a cop like made you do this. It's like, this isn't my problem yeah. at all. Go there yourself. I don't yeah. have to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know where <laughs> Well, now she's so been weird. sleeping with him and everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, okay, let's talk about this house. So it's it starts. We're going to figure it out. When you go in the main floor, <laughs> that is. So my question is, like, if Jude Law is pretending to be himself and he's sick and he's, like, yeah. in bed, why couldn't well, he just get in his own bed? Why did he have to sit in a chair, you mean, and, like, cross his leg? Why did he have to go up the stairs? Well, I think it was said that he didn't go to like the lab, like yeah, the fraud lab. Yeah, his bed lab. is right next to the fraud lab. That was my sort okay. of theory. All I right. think they can't let him see downstairs, although you know, <laughs> probably he would go downstairs. I don't know it was worth all that effort. And then like, good on him. I mean, I guess he is like genetically like perfect. Like he has a perfect heart rate and he's super strong. So he just like pulled himself up the stairs. But I kind of thought that too. I was like, maybe be in bed. Like, because it feels like faking that was going to be tricky. Although- right. Everybody bought it, but he yeah. did look very ill though once he made it to the top of the stairs. He was all sweaty. He was like <laughs> sweaty. It's a, a four-story spiral. <laughs> imagine. In this apartment. I mean, oh. I mean, Jude Law earns uh, an Emmy for that, or Demi Oscar <laughs> for just climbing that staircase. A Tony, right. Tony, um, Tony, a yeah. Tony, 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 and yeah, the cop comes in and it's like, Bleh! wait a second. You're here, you're Jerome. And they take his blood. And then he's going to go downstairs and find the P lab. But he gets called away because they found the murderer. After Jula makes Uma Thurman kiss him on the mouth, which is a little bit like, okay, calm down. I know. What well, is up? I don't know how much kissing he's been doing. So it's like, he's such I a guess, handsome guy. He could totally I think he goes to brothels or like seedy bars or whatever how does he get out of the house there's a back door okay you know, there is a back door but right he... next to the crime lab but he Got can't it. he can't okay. be like oh cop come around to the back door it's Got labeled it. crime lab um <laughs> right and he couldn't be in his wheelchair yeah got it <laughs> because he's not doing that at work uh-huh <laughs> Um, so yeah, then we have find out that the director did it and, um, yeah. 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 Well, yes, they, d- yeah. So then Ethan Hawke is and did you- Why did that director, cause he confessed because like, it's already in motion. There's nothing that can stop, uh, yeah. the conquest for the 14th moon of Saturn. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if this mission director was so against it, like, why don't we like look into what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Why are people so obsessed with it? Why are some yeah. people like it's like it only comes around every 70 seven years. days for every set seventy years, and yet the mission director was like, "No thanks, I'll pass." Like, what did he? Why did he want to <laughs> pass on it? Sounded like he was trying to cut cost on all missions. Um, okay, yeah, strapped for cash. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea. Or... Who cares? <laughs> like, what's on the fourteenth moon of Saturn? Yeah. Do you and want so me to bring just... our space consultant on and talk about the <laughs> value wondering about, of yeah, space please. consultants? Space missions. Well, um, fun fact, yes. and I was curious what our space consultant would think about this, because I guess it, like, all the fun facts I read about this movie says that, like, NASA considers this the most accurate portrayal of, like, sci-fi or space or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, maybe because it's I'm... not portrayed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because like, they do love to nitpick when there is any actual Maybe sci-fi, that's the deal. So, it's like, yeah. no, they got it perfect because they mentioned Saturn. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yep, that checks out 100%. No, no footage inside any kind of space vehicle. Yeah. So then it just feels like there was something missing because Anton is back at the desk of Ethan Hawke. And creepy. suddenly no they both know there. that they're brothers. Yeah. 
had Ethan Hawke not seen that cop at all this entire time? I think Ethan Hawke knew when the cop was screaming Vincent down the alley. Like, I think that's when he understood that it was his brother. Because then oh, he's like, really? he's going to be back for me and I have to find him. Like, yeah, because yeah. Ethan Hawke kind of seeks him out. I think that's I when he hears, that. he hears him scream. And I think that's when he knows. And then I think the the brother, the cop knows from the minute he sees Vincent. I mean, because he right. sees his invalid ID. Like, he knows that's he's who he is. those dumb glasses and those that dumbo. goofy grin. That jerk face. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Vincent, my brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so they have like, a I'll huge help argument. You. I'll hide yeah. you away. I'll take you away. And he's like, no, I have to go to Saturn planet. <laughs> Good thing no one overhears this conversation. I um, know. And then they immediately, oh my gosh. It's a my swim dumber. off. Oh my god, my dumber for this movie is like, do you want me to prove it to you? I'll prove it to you. Do you want me to prove it to you? I'll prove it to you. Which sounds like a machine. <laughs> like it sounds like a video game. Like when you walk by, someone would scream, and then immediately they're at the ocean. Um, because it's a swim for, off. This is the only a... way they settle anything. It's the only way they settle anything, and it's like. Like when Ethan Hawke is like, I don't need, in case you haven't noticed, I don't need any help. But you did once. And like, it's like that time in the ocean. <laughs> what a weird touchstone. Like, geez. Again, um, I see, I picture like Uma Thurman in her house. Like this time she has like a nightcap drink and she's like, goes to the window. Is, and she's is like, that? is that? <laughs> I slept with him. Oh, what is he doing? Because it does cop? seem like they're always at the same place. It's always the same ocean. It's no matter if they're children. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Seaweed cove. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Seaweed cove. <laughs> it's a seaweed cove that they're in. Oh. And so they they swim out. P.S. This is so dangerous. Anton is right. Like I have a real rule of like I do not like surf or go on the ocean when it's foggy and you lose track of where the shore is. It's yeah. so no, dangerous. It's not cool. Um, I mean, but oh, I guess you're like too far out that you don't know which way the waves are going. Yeah, if you're past the breaker, you're oh, like no, thank you. screwed. <laughs> so God. and this and this also it's like a weird it's like a nightmare. It looks yeah, I know. And it looks it looks more of like a like a northeast because like it's not I don't know, it's a I mean it just looks like a cove, I guess, like a rocky, rough cove. So they're past the breaker and then they're swimming to the other Did side. You say they're leaving the world behind. Yes, um. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um and then Ethan Hawke says, I'm going to swim to the other side, which I think he means like another continent and yeah, like li- literally. No. Yeah. And then he's like, my secret is I never saved anything for the swim back, which sounds like a good idea, but it's really a terrible idea. Yeah. If you, if you think <laughs> about it. It's a terrible it, it... idea. Yeah. I'm like, I guess the symbolism of that is like, give it all you got, but not when you're in water. Never do that. Yeah. You can and do that when, on a track. <laughs> when it does actually require... You just swim back. Like... Right, like on a treadmill? Sure. <laughs> Not in an ocean. No, it's a terrible, it's a terrible idea. Um, but he he has more confidence and trusts himself. And yeah, and those he's... tests are really wrong. Because yeah, he's like he's an amazing lifeguard. Amazing lifeguard, amazing swimmer. Anton. Either Anton's a terrible swimmer or Ethan Hawk is an amazing swimmer. And his think, heart is way yeah. better than that treadmill. I couldn't get a handle on, yeah, his fitness. Anyway. <laughs> so then I got really confused because the next thing is like Ethan, ha- Uma Thurman is sleeping in a car and Ethan Hawke is sleeping next to a car. Mm. We're like, what? Why? Where is this? And why is this I happening? Know. I missed I that know. part. Uh, I don't know. I, I know what you mean. I think I, I'm not sure. Yeah. And he's like, 
guess it's just the next day or like the mission. I mean, like we're meant to well, believe that because Anton lost in that swimming race, he drops everything. It's like, okay, investigation. I thought he was going to murder him. I thought he was going to let him die. And that would have oh, let Anton die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, they do have this like protection thing. Like, ultimately, I think Anton does thinks. I mean, he's so arrogant and he thinks he's better than him, but he also like doesn't want him to get in trouble. Yeah. And then even Hawk at least twice doesn't want him to die. Right. And again, to the genetics of it all, it's like, okay, well, if you are a good cop, you should, you probably have certain genetic predisposition. And like, why would any parent be like, you know what? I want my kid to have a job where they could get shot and die. You right. Know? Or, I know. You no. Know? Like, who's in the military? And I just have a Mm -hmm. lot of questions. It's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a lot of questions. Because I'm sure they have a military. But I thought that the movie, because like you have Alan Arkin that is clearly a good detective. Like he's kind of on the the case, but he's the subordinate to this like young Mm -hmm. cop. So I think Anton is supposed to be like super skilled and he's Mm -hmm. pretty cold and he's pretty like calculated. Um, Yeah. So I did, I had that, I had that wonder too of like, okay, like is Alan Arkin genetically engineered or did he... Is he like stagnant? Is he not the boss? Because like now all of these genetically engineered young cops right. are coming in. I don't know. There was also right. another deleted scene where Alan Arkin was like, yeah, I knew both yellow were brothers or I figured it out. <laughs> Real? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that changes the movie. Yeah. And he so was funny. like, Mercy is like one of my like failures as a person. Oh, so that's why. Well, then I'm that like would be. Not- he would be genetically engineered. Assume, I assume. Yeah, or like they. Like kn- yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. Wow, these deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. I know. So then, in the gift that keeps on giving, Jude Law has just been peeing and a bloodletting. <laughs> He's been storing up skin chunking barbershop like containers <laughs> is what they look like formaldehyde containers. Yeah, that's yeah. and um, could you store it up? And pee enough for two lifetimes? And like, I don't know. Like, I mean, he doesn't have to use a lot of blood and pee. He kind of does, though, every single time he goes to work. <laughs> but there's like a prick of blood. He's just like putting what, like a little yeah. pouch on his finger just or something. Enough. <laughs> yeah, but that's only work. Like, what if you want to go to the movies? Like, yeah, I don't it know. feels like this world is pretty strict. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm like, oh, God. And it's sad. I mean, it's just like, because he's like, I'm going to go on a trip myself. I know. You are Ethan Hawke does not try to talk him out of it. Nope. Do you think Ethan Hawke knows what he's up to? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because yeah, oh, he said God, it earlier. That is such a bummer. Wait, yeah. because he said it earlier that he jumped in front of the car? Yeah. I think so. And oh my he God. has some stuff. Just he, I don't know. And Ethan Hawke really does wants not to try go to, to hide it. a moon yeah. and she wants to go to the outer space. Yeah, so it's so interesting. I know, like, Ethan Hawke is, like, this protagonist that I'm, like, you kind of have a hard time relating to in a way because this is kind of his, like, best friend. Gosh, yeah. I didn't think he did. I thought he was so dumb that he didn't He's realize best what friend, he meant. He, he, he absorbed his life. So, like, Jude Law, like, what does Jude <sighs> Law have? Like, other well, than... Right. He- in this in this culture in this world it is it's very sad it's a giant bummer it's the saddest yeah thing ever. totally he could hang out with uma thurman <laughs> there's only one lounge. thing sadder and that's how he actually does it um, yeah. yeah wowie totally. i didn't even know they had a home incinerator you see 
You see it before, like he throws something in there. Like, yeah. Ethan Hawke like sometimes does his scrubbing in there and then afterwards gets out and then starts it. Why that there's Can you imagine on- <laughs> doing anything in an incinerator? No. I can't even well, I just can't by even accident, clean. it could just <laughs> the on button was on the inside of that thing. Oh geez. You could just accidentally knock that on. Yeah. I can't clean my coffee grinder when it's unplugged. Oh like, yeah. I can't. The garbage imagine. disposal. No. Like oh, I, I can't even st- I, I make everyone get out of the kitchen and like Yeah. No thank like, you. I'm gonna put my away. hand in the garbage yeah. disposal. No thanks. No you thanks. You better turn off the electricity in our house. <laughs> totally. I want to rewind time before there was electricity. Like, yeah. No way. God. <laughs> so doc penis (laughs) so it's the day of the flight in the evening of the flight i guess it's the nighttime flight yeah it's where your formal wear (laughs) yeah where your formal wear doc penis is like oh gotta do one more test this time you can go in a privacy booth if you want like a voting what and so Ethan hawk's just like shit i don't have pee with me today because yeah i didn't get why what like why doesn't he just have a little pee container with him I think it's like a new policy. I think that's what they say, right? Like it's a new policy because he does. It's a throwaway everywhere. line. He's like, "Yo, oh, there's a new policy now." But it's like, you yeah, why wouldn't you in always this have place? Pee. Like, just always have a little pouch of pee on you. Huh. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so it's a surprise pee test, and then he just starts like rambling like a villain. He's just like, <laughs> "I would have gone back <laughs> there and back, and no one would have known." It's like when you like pull the Scooby Doo villain's yeah. mask off, uh, and but then he had like just admitted to real crime, have like killed thirty-seven <laughs> children. He beat <laughs> like the it's... crap out of that guy. Like yeah, that that top. poor bouncer is probably not okay. So oh, I think he was. A, I don't crime. know who he was, but then yeah, when they when I, okay, never mind. I'll talk about it later. But anyway. So, was did I remember this wrong? But like when Ethan Hawke is leaving that morning, and and Jude Law's like, "Look at all the pee I prepared for you." He's like, "I gotta go. I'm late. I'm late <laughs> for my flight." Or Maybe. it was, and, but I that's why I'm like, did he forget? Like he looked at all of that pee in that refrigerator, <laughs> and then he was like, well, "I don't need any no, too much I, pee to put in my I pocket." I think the premise <laughs> is it's like a new policy because like this just in the director was a murderer and we didn't know i think they're like rethinking like oh maybe people aren't so pure of heart i think Um, and so very blatantly like blinks and honks and says invalid i know and the doopy picture comes up and nobody notices well yeah p doctor is like i knew you were doopy all the time (laughs) right (laughs) And there's right. just a chorus of "Me too, me too." I yeah. know. Cafeteria ladies like, "Oh yeah, I knew it." Which what a villain, really? Like you think the pee doctor could have told him that in the beginning and saved like a million finger yeah. pricks and like all of this time and the blood squirt thing is like the most chill when he like oh, yeah. switches the vial. Oh um, yeah, which which like I feel like even Hawk should have known that pee doctor knew. Because he splits blood everywhere. His actual blood is everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that, like, I don't know, it's a murder scene. Like, no one, no one <laughs> caught that. My shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Ethan Hawke gets in a spaceship in his suit. Jude Law gets in his own spaceship. Ugh. <laughs> and <laughs> they say ignition. <laughs> Why and, and Jude Law gives him a lock of his hair? Not just a lock. I mean, a whole test. chunk of his. Yeah, I guess it's for hair tests. But why it, for space? Like, leave it at that. Well, house. it's not. It's <laughs> he just like it's like a gift. It's like he has to bring the hair back to. I think 
Earth. Also, part of him wanted to go on that mission. Oh, like, that's nice. That's how I interpret oh, it. Oh, that's true. But he kind because of he was like, don't open this card till you're up there, is what he says. Yeah. And I thought he meant know. upstairs in their house. But When I first, <laughs> I, I thought that too. But then once I saw that it was and hair, I was like, space. oh, he wanted like part yeah. of himself to go up in the that's mission. That's nice. But but to be clear, like Jude Law didn't really want some career in space, right? No. Like he was, like it's he better. wasn't like a Gattaca trainee before or anything. I think he would have been, been, I guess, just as Jeans pointed that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the movie. Yeah. I did have another question that I wanted to ask, which is about the time that Alan Arkin pulls the dead body out of the, like, meat locker. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. (laughs) And he pulls this, like, test tube out of Mm -hmm. the dead body's ear or something. I, I think that. he's like cultivating. I think he has a test tube that he's cultivating. Did he find an eyelash? They find they find something of he Gore found Vidal on Gore Vidal's spit mm-hmm. in the dead body's eyeball. I think it looks like he's pulling it out of his ear like a magician, but I think <laughs> I think <laughs> Alan Arkin like has a, fully, a swab. I know what you mean. It was like a fully sealed test tube, and he's like, I, "Look what I found! <laughs> Somebody I left think, this test tube here." I think it's weird editing. I think it's like okay. he is cultivating spit from him, and then yeah, but it's it okay. is weird. I agree. It's a very strange edit mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, that was my question. So the question I had from our uh, space consultant. Yeah, um, what questions were her? <laughs> yes, it's uh, so Gattaca's plan for their best of the best is to have a mission with people where they don't know each other headed into space <laughs> yeah. in suits for a year. And is this <laughs> the best way to do a, a space mission? And basically she was like, no, that's. Sounds I mean, a little bit like a rhetorical question from our yes, space yeah. expert. It was a rhetorical. Testing us. She was like, this is a horrible idea. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I I thought about like, that too. It's like, who has packed for you? Like, who, what do you right. have up there? But is also, there food? Is it diapers? What does it look like? Is the main a, thing is like being able to work as a cohesive team yeah. for in a very and not go small, space crazy. like, yeah, space yeah. and not go space crazy. Totally. And they haven't done any of that. They've run on a treadmill with Gabriel. Spun. What's her face? <laughs> Gabby uh, yeah. Reese. Gabby Gabriel Reese. Reese. And then they've spun in that weird, like, you know, Da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> What is it, anatomical man thing? Yeah. Um, which right. I mean, but but to to the point of like NASA's like, we know so little about like what that looks like. I guess we do get that there's no gravity. So it's not like, you know, sometimes in the future they like solve for gravity, which seems like pointless, but like so you're gonna be floating around because or rather Ethan Hawk has that line where it's like your legs wouldn't matter up in space. Or well, something. to be fair, they did have that like space camp. Like thing yeah, you put your body in. Katie was yeah. talking about. Oh, sorry, my bad. I was. Yeah, no. What I mean is, like, you just we have no idea what the. I mean, they all look like really skinny rocket ships that are being s- sent up there. But it's like, yeah, like, what is your experience? What is Ethan Hawke supposed to do up there other than type? Like, we know he can type. <laughs> That's it. So they're just gonna. They're just gonna. He can handle foggy like conditions. Smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been training for that his whole career. Yeah, but I mean, to, to our space expert's point, like, it's interesting in this world where, like, nobody seems to be friends with anybody. Like, 
yeah. human connection has seemed to like totally mm-hmm. cease. Like it's this weird, like pseudo, it's just so cold, which I think is yeah. like the film noir part of it. You yeah. know, where you're just like, everybody is just like cold. And in fact, Uma Thurman really reminded me of like in, especially when they're at that lounge, like she just looked straight out of the like roaring twenties. It was kind of wild. Yeah. Our hair's like in pin girls. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's, they're all roaring twenties. I know. Uh, how about hovers, bombers, and dummers? Um, let's start with our bummers, I guess. Um, I was gonna say this earlier. I mean, obviously, Jude Law is my bummer. Yeah. Um, because I just like didn't think he had to die. It was like a very ableist mm. kind of sad ending for Jude Law. But oh yeah, my other bummer is like that bouncer cop. I thought he was a cop. <laughs> That, that Ethan yeah. Hawk beats up, yeah, outside, and then he's just like super injured and super hurt, and they're like, "Don't move, <laughs> don't lick your lips, <laughs> don't breathe, don't turn over, don't do anything." You know, you're now a crime scene, oh, and the guy's like, "Oh, I need help." <laughs> and they're like, I will punch you again. We're gonna swab you. Anyway, mm. it was just like such a bummer for that guy. That poor. He's just like, oh, oh, and then yeah, yeah, oh, um. I think my bummer, I kind of talked about it when when Ethan Hawke is doing like sit-ups from a pull-up bar with that book and the book <laughs> falls and then he falls. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Like, I think my bummer is how injured he would be and how much that hurts. And um, it was like a real jump scare. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, to just see his body like plummet from the ceiling um, bummed me out. <laughs> um, I mean... I think mine is Jude Law as well, but I'm going to go with um, their apartment building. Um, It was on, I believe, I forget which campus, Um, but it was, it was like Are you afraid to say it because I'm going to correct you in the pronunciation like a real (laughs) Uh, jag off? (laughs) It was the Classrooms Laboratories and Administration Hmm. Building of Cal Poly Pomona. 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you almost had me um okay but they yeah. i i do i really like sort of this type of architecture and sort of they mm. filmed another scene at this dam this building has been bulldozed um oh so that's your bummer yeah the oh. sort of yeah, yeah that's me my bummer <laughs> it's just uh the loss of this cool mm-hmm. building i just it's great for mm. sci-fi movies and uh i think it had some sort of building issues with being built over uh tectonic plate uh oh. it had some people that you know jumped off of it um oh interesting and as well but not uh, interesting Jeez. No, <laughs> yeah. uh sorry <laughs> no but yeah so uh the loss was of that, that where building. i'm thinking that commando i guess was not filmed there commando was filmed like really close to like hearst castle or something right Just yeah remembering like it was like some yeah. national park that like okay interesting huh yeah that is a bummer mm. um let's we'll just go Dumber's next. Um, I I think my dumber is this game that you would have with a sibling that is see who can swim out and like get scared first. Like of all the games you could play, it just seems miserable. Um, It it feels like it kind of honestly reminds me a little bit of like one on one basketball. Like oh god, all of this is is just like exertion and like oh, there's like nothing fun about that. It's only like come. It's only competition. Um, I don't much care for it. It's hard to relate to. And I'm just bummed dumb that these brothers could not find anything better to do. So, yeah. 
Um, there's so many things that are kind of dumb in this system of running mm. Gattaca. It's like teenage boys are running it. Like tween age boys are like, yeah, we're going to have a thing and it's going to be like this and your penis comes out and you touch your pee. But I think the <laughs> dumbest, one of the dumbest moments is the one where they like line up all of the men who work at Gattaca and they're like doing this like very specific test just on the men. And there's mm-hmm. like Asian men in the line and black men in the line. And they have this picture of Ethan Hawke. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, they're that, they don't see color. I don't see facial features. I don't understand what anybody <laughs> looks like. Like they could have at least like, they could say to like all of those like men of color, like, you're not being considered. As Gabrielle Reese could have tapped them out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're done. You're good. Um, we just need to see all of the people that look like Ethan right. Hawke. Yeah. In the line. Or Jude Law. Or Jude right. Law. Like, and it, this the fact they had this huge long line. It's like, we're going to test everybody. I actually didn't notice. Was it only the men? I didn't even notice yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and I asked yeah. that. I said, oh, they're just test. They're like, well, yeah, they have a picture and they genetically know it's a man. Mm. from the eyelash or what have you mm-hmm. and they have the picture that comes up which is ethan hawk so you don't need to test every man <gasps> maybe it's a Some commentary could on be- how like race isn't like genetic or ethnicity you know what i mean it's not it was just an oversight it's a picture <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah also uh, a sub dumber really quick when they're mm-hmm. in the tunnel and it seemed like oh they yeah. they were giving people they weren't giving them the option of the finger prick but that's what Ethan Hawke asked for. They were like giving everybody like a covid swab. swab. Yeah. And then what? It's like we're going to send these results away. <laughs> like it didn't seem like they were testing right then and there. They were like looking at your eyeballs. Right. And then they were swabbing you and being like, we're going to send these test results. They had a lab truck, I'm sure. Okay, well. Um, And also, why in a tunnel? Anyway, go on. That's enough. Nowhere to run. Nowhere to run. I will say that gets into part of my question or concern throughout the movie was like, when does Uma Thurman start to get suspicious? Because like, wouldn't she get suspicious then when he's like, no thanks for the mouth swab because we just like mouth effed yeah. which they didn't right did they no did they but she was like oh yeah she's just yes anding like what does she think she's yes anding this well, whole I time think she's suspicious earlier because she takes his hair to get tested and i don't know if that was for her own selfish hanky panky reasons or for her A little work bit of reasons both, i think yeah but yeah Wild. i think at the first half she's always suspicious if he's a murderer and it's only towards the very end is she suspicious that he's not the person she thinks he is. yeah yeah Oof. uh my bummer is gonna and this happens in a lot or of dumber movies. i think my dumber mm-hmm. yeah thank you is mm-hmm. it happens in a lot of movies uh it's where the cops go into jude law's house and he he ethan hawk calls him and he's like you gotta go quick and he's like how much time do i have and ethan hawk is like not long and it's like got it Thanks. And it's like <laughs> of all the answers that just are just not helpful is like not long. It's like, right. of course, you wouldn't have called, but like this not is that a year, a day? Yeah, totally. A like I, right. Just, a minute or like 20 minutes, which the is the easiest hugely generic different. answer. Like yeah. you've got 10 minutes. Like mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But just to say not long gives him no additional information. And so many movies do that. Uh, and I don't know. And they also got there so very fast. Yeah. Like really fast. It seems. Well, and then you're like, you know, he doesn't come to the, he doesn't answer. 
And Uma Thurman's like, I guess he's not home. And it's like, right, just don't be home. (laughs) Could have avoided the whole thing. Because is he going to kick down the door? Maybe. But it was just interesting. Like, that's also a solution. (laughs) Right. And I guess it's like. But maybe I guess having him tested, like, then it closes a loop, I guess. Man, are they. very unsanitary, too. That just giant needle to your arm. I know. Annie was like, what, is everybody a phlebotomist? Like, what's happening here? Like, everybody could just find a vein. Um, good thing. I mean, Jude Law has some pretty like spongy hose veins, which is helpful. Uh, but man, are they really relying on Uma Thurman to yes and right? They're like, Ian Hawk doesn't explain anything to her. It's just like, yeah, just go. <laughs> no, this is your lover. She has not had an improv class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, is it Hummer time? It's Hummer so. time. It's Hummer time. Hummer time. Stop. Hummer time. Well, I guess maybe I'll go, I'll lean into my Hummer now that I'm thinking of it. Like Uma Thurman in this movie is like so stoic and like very stoic. You're almost like, is she doing it? Like what's happening? But the instruction she probably got was like, be a mannequin, (laughs) like be a robot from the future. But I really do love when he, after he punches that guy which would have been terrifying she like freaks out and she's like what the hell is that like she just like you know what i mean and i really it's like whoa she is real like she is freaking out which i thought was like great um and then she's just being drug along so anyway i don't know i liked the break where it's like okay this is a real person so yeah i think my hummer is just that i kind of like a movie like this that just makes you question a lot and think a lot and be like Mm -hmm. could this be possible are we already doing this like what are the implications of this like even though there's a ton of loopholes and it's like not super well thought out I think teenagers invented it Mm -hmm. I I do think it's interesting to like have these kinds of thoughts and conversations and wonder if it's possible and so I want to that's my hummer I want to give the movie credit for that and just like I enjoyed kind of thinking about it a little bit and wondering about that. Um, even though our space consultant was sort of seemed to be against it, my Hummer is going to be suits in space. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, even fun. when I'm flying, I, I wish we lived in that where everyone wears really? suits and dresses on the flights and just really fancied it up. Because you don't have um, to wear a dress. Well, I mean, Could you imagine I if know, Katie had to wear a, like, a dress to get on an airplane <laughs> or, or me, wears anybody, suits, you yeah. know, dresses you are the effing word, just something fancy, whatever the equivalent would be. Okay. Um, so uncomfortable on a cross country flight. Come on. But I, I know fabric. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's something to be said of just like fancy <laughs> air travel and by extension space travel. So, yeah. As long as there's like more room, because like if you're in a fancy suit or a fancy dress, it's tight and uncomfortable and then you can't move. It's just, oh, in this world, it would be it'd be you've got plenty of space and the temperature is perfect. Okay, then I'm down. And there's cocktails, (laughs) fancy cocktails. I'll make that trade. I would still prefer to wear sweatpants in that situation, but if yeah. it's an either or, no, I'll take the space. No, Kate, you yeah, either. exactly. Either or. Oof. Yeah. Okay, should we talk about our outfits? Let's talk about, talk about our outfits. Uh, Bridget, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying um, 
your homage to old timey space that full on astronaut suit you have that flies in thank you um and i like the the t-shirt you have stretched over it which is a real <laughs> xxxl <laughs> over your space suit that has um a uh like vials of of uh pee and and blood <laughs> and just behind a, a cracked open door a man peeking out and it just says omar coming <laughs> 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 yep thank yeah. you yep um well philip i mean mm -hmm. to your point of your suit uh your very nice suit that you've been wearing um this whole time uh very enjoyable and then you also have an extra large shirt stretched over mm -hmm. your suit um and it's that penis doctor <laughs> and um he just has like a little speech bubble and it says um vincent I like you a, a lock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get it? Do you guys know that the penis doctor's name is Omar? Or am I alone in that? I had forgotten. <laughs> I forgot that too. I just thought it was a wire reference. You yeah, just did like, it. Oh, just... Well, now you can yeah, definitely enjoy your, your t-shirt. Now yeah. I definitely Congrats. will enjoy my t-shirt more. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Katie. Uh... They identified him as Omar in the movie. Yeah. Unless I'm totally off. But yeah, he calls him like Omar a lot good i'm gonna have to i'll double check go on <laughs> uh katie you're looking very collegiate in your uh gattaca university mm. sweatshirt oh, um yes and, yes you know <laughs> and underneath just the big gattaca letters uh it says want to see my resume and it just has one of those calvins peeing on someone <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh yeah I knew it was for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, I think <laughs> that guy's name I don't is see anybody named Omar. It's those. Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> Lamar coming. Lamar coming. Even more of a pun, really. That man is named Lamar. <laughs> Lamar. I think it's Doctor Lamar. Oh, his, last his last name is Lamar. Name. He goes. Oh. It's Lamar. Lamar. Omar. Ugh. I heard Omar a lot. So no. apologies. Oh, here it is. It's Lamar. Yeah, Doctor Lamar. He Mar that guy Lamar. creeps me out. Like, cause I think he's been in something else where he's like a sinister character. I'll have to look that up. But yeah. All right. Is it time okay, to it's time? Um, I'll go first since this was my pick. I'm gonna go ahead and say that yes, it is. Uh mm -hmm. I think it's a beautiful movie filled with beautiful people. I think it's mm -hmm. it's a slower movie for sure. I think you better be in the right mood for that. But I think it's just very well shot. I think it does has some interesting ideas. Nothing sort of groundbreaking for sure on just sort of the genetics of choice and stuff like that. But I think it's just, it's so, such a pretty movie. Like I said, I, I adore the architecture that's used to sort of paint mm -hmm. this futuristic, I don't even know if we could call it a dystopia, kind of a dystopia. Um, for most people, probably. For most yeah. people. There, <laughs> there was that glimpse of the uh, the fire people that yeah. just living in the yard. So yeah, right. it's a dystopia. Uh, but I, it's it's a pretty dystopia. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I like the film noir sort of elements that are woven throughout it. Um, like I said, it, it's a little slow, but I think because of those aforementioned things, it's for real for me. I... Um... We'll say, I won't bury the lead and say the same. It is for real for me as well. Kind of for the same reasons. I also really liked it, even though it was like kind of somewhat grotesque, I really liked the ocean. Like I really liked how much mm. they were 
I mean, that ocean is kind of from my dreams and my nightmares. Like, I have a lot of nightmares about the ocean, and that's, like, it. Like, whoa. Like, swimming out beyond and then, like, just waves at night. Like, the the way they shot it at night I thought was really pretty. Um, But, yeah, felt kind of exactly what you said. Um, It was slower than I remembered. And, like, this is not a movie that I would want to be on the background anywhere. Because, like, you know, like, it's not super quirky. It doesn't have a lot of, like, super... It's not a playful movie at all. No, it's pretty serious. Uh, yeah. It's pretty serious. Um, but yeah, I remember it like it it lived up to like what I had recalled. Like it's very, yeah, kind of gorgeous. And I think it like accomplishes what it wants to. I don't think it's supposed to be like hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I thought again that this was gonna be like a people battling in space mm. movie. I had like I said, I was pleasantly surprised that it was not and it was more about like human nature and and like some like real philosophical moral ethical kinds of questions which i enjoyed and i guess like yeah to the ocean of it all like i kind of enjoy that as like a land metaphor for space and maybe like mm-hmm. you know that ethan hawk could conquer that and he has to he wants to conquer outer space and i don't know there's something to that too um yeah and i, I do like for our podcast like movies that are not they don't all have to be funny because sometimes a funny movie is harder to talk about so like but like a movie that is kind of serious and takes itself seriously but has a lot of things we can talk about Mm -hmm. (laughs) i wasn't sure after watching this of like uh, it was one of those it's always worked out in the past of being like will we have the right things to talk about this pod and yeah i think it worked out as well once mm-hmm. you have a doctor really admiring somebody's penis, it's like on, <laughs> right? In. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I will go ahead and I will also say this movie is for real. I don't want to watch it 50 times. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. going to be like, I'm not going to stop on it and just enjoy it. Um, but I'm glad I saw it and I never would have if it was not for this podcast because mm-hmm. there's no reason I would have been like, oh, space future. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that name just rolls off like Gattaca. I got to say Gattaca. that. But now that you said all those other words, that's why I thinking that I'm sure. But I'm glad we watched it. I was also kind of convinced in watching this that it was like based on a book. I couldn't get over just the way it played out, and it's not. I I don't think. But anyway, this guy reminded her Brave New World, and I don't think I've actually read Brave New World. But I mean, certainly there's like themes like you know that come up in a lot of different books and other movies. But I don't know for an original story, it was like pretty cool. Yeah. But even the voiceover, it was like, is this a book? Like, you know. And this director, uh, Andrew Nichol, has done some similar ones, like In Time deals with a lot of similar sort of issues and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Hmm. Well, this is I this is a song I sang through this entire movie. And I don't know if you will even know it, but this song was in my head. It's been in my head since I watched the movie. I can tell you what song has been in my head entirely and that of course is ever clear santa Monica. oh yeah just since we started talking about it mm-hmm. Turn on your thumbs. can you hear it oh, nice that's all It's a Lizzo song called Jerome. Nice. I don't know it, but it makes a lot of sense. that's all I was thinking about, like, every time they were yelling, Jerome. They say Jerome a lot. A lot. In this movie. They say it a lot, and that's why this was stuck in my head. I kind of couldn't believe it when, like, the big reveal of, like, the two of them. It's, like, when um, uh, 
when do when Uma Thurman is there and the cop leaves and Ethan Hawke comes up the stairs and he's like, "Hi, Jerome." He's like, "Hi, Jerome. How are you?" Good, yeah, Jerome. How Jerome. are you? I'm like, how about like chill out? <laughs> like, give her a <laughs> second. Like, you get what we did there. Later. I know. I know. Double Jerome. How about like, hey, Uma Thurman? How are you? Like, yeah. How was that kiss that you yeah. were forced to have <laughs> on the mouth? <laughs> let's let's we forget. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, <laughs> thank our introducer. Yeah. Thank you, Josh M. I know. Thank thanks you, Josh for M. awesome movie suggestion and intro. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. I have a feeling you could probably teach us some stuff about this movie, too. So feel <laughs> yeah. free, feel free to throw we'll some facts if, or corrections at yeah. us. We'll see if we met that bar mm-hmm. you set out for us at the beginning of the pod. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're sophisticated people. <laughs> yes, we have access to IMDb trivia. <laughs> And happy 2024. This is the fourth uh, calendar year we have been podcasting. That's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. We've entered the fourth calendar year of our podcast. So happy fourth calendar year anniversary. I know. And what a good movie to start with, because I have a feeling it probably takes place in 2024. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Which so. is like, what, 25 years? I don't know. 23 years? Yeah. Since, um, no, 1997. I can't do math. 27. 50 years. Yeah. 27 years in the future, years. which is in probably the what they thought it'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Yep. Still can't get a Still song not to play on traveling my Zoom. To Saturn's 14th moon. Nowhere near Still exploring it. Sprinkling dander on my keyboard. <laughs> That's right. Every day. Every day I'm dandering. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys soon. I will listen. Never mind. Till next time. <laughs> see ya. Toodaloo. <laughs> okay there we go how many times has this happened to you i just want to listen to a podcast i can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups you want to listen not think that's why there's hobo radio you'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself this doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. <laughs>